is what are we talking about? I was talking about my wife and how she believes in ghosts. And then we had a little debate, and then Meredith said that she believes them too. You seem unimpressed. Ghosts don't scare you? I'm only scared of real things, like serial killers and kidnappers. Not things that don't exist, like ghosts or mummies. Mummies are real. There are mummies at museums. Huh. Yeah. You prank. It's true. They've been preserved for thousands of years. They're all over. Why on earth would a museum put a mummy in it? You are listening to Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast, where we talk about your theological questions. BGN podcast is produced every Saturday for your enjoyment. Get more information on our website, grace-nation.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at GraceNationMin and on Facebook. Now, here is your host, President of Grace Nation Ministries, Victor. Yo, 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 what is up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast. I am your host, Victor, and as always, I am super excited for today's episode. As you guys can probably hear if you listened to last week's episode, I was kind of sick. This week, you can probably hear in my voice, it's a little bit better. I'm not 100% back, but I am definitely better than what I was. And so, praise God, I do still have a cough. And so, if you hear me kind of off to the side cough or I have a huge, I have a massive just jug of water kind of sitting over here to my right, ready to be consumed because my throat... I don't know, man. It's just, it's just itchy. It's just, it, I'm sick, I guess. It's just, I don't get sick often. And so when I do, it usually lingers for, for quite a while and it's, it just stinks, but I'll get through it, you know, carry my cross. I do that, you know, the basics. So guys, today's episode, as you guys probably heard from the introduction, we're going to be talking about Halloween, but more specifically pagan holidays really want to dive into this topic. I have a great article that I read from a professor of mine that I want to reference and we're going to we're going to kind of walk through that and I just kind of want to just want to walk through the logic of of some Christian thinking and see where that takes us. Also, as some of you guys may know, we have a merch store. Like we we dropped a clothing line, so you guys definitely want to check that out. All through uh, the month of November and December, I will be doing a discount kind of like holiday giveaway. So use the code FAMILY10 uh, when you are checking out to be able to get 10% off of your order. And that's that. it's basically free shipping. So I'm super excited to be able to offer that to you guys. I want to do like bigger discounts, but the prices are already so low that a larger discount would actually make me go bankrupt. So... I'm super excited to be able to give this to you guys. Please check it out. Like the hoodies, I got mine in, the shirts, the hats. They're all super nice. The hats are actually really nice. It's the same brand that like the NFL uses. It's the same brand that Reach Records use. If you if you guys are a 116 fan and have any of those hats, <clears throat> they are they're quality stuff. All right. So I'm I'm enjoying my stuff. People, I actually got to share the gospel with my shirt, actually. It's a really cool story. I might be able to tell it soon. But or I could just tell it now. A girl was like, Hey, I really love your shirt. I was at 
I was at a restaurant. She's like, I really like your shirt. I was like, oh, thank you. It's actually mine. Like I designed it. She's like, oh, like, do you have the podcast? I'm like, yes, I do. We talk about Jesus and God. And I kind of got to walk into that conversation. It was a really, really cool little conversation I got to have. So, you know, you, by getting a t-shirt, you're supporting the ministry because all the, all the money goes towards the ministry. You're also opening yourself up to opportunities to share the gospel. So what I'm saying is that it is God's will for you to get a shirt is basically the conclusion of that story. But in all seriousness, guys, uh, check that out. That's super awesome. So I came across an article. If you guys know Dr. Hildreth, he is a professor here at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. He's also the head of the Center for Great Commission Studies. He's like the evangelism guy, all right, here at Southeastern. And if you know anything about Southeastern, evangelism is like the thing here. So uh, I had the opportunity to go to a crossover and do some mission trips with Dr. Hildreth. I've had him on the show before. With the, We talked about his book, Bondage and Freedom. And uh, he recently wrote an article. If you guys haven't, if you guys don't know his website or haven't checked out his blog, definitely go do that. I'm going to link the article in the show notes. He's got a lot of awesome stuff on his blog. And uh, I definitely recommend checking that out. I, I love it. Nice, quick, short reads, but they're definitely edifying. And he posted an article recently called Making Much of Halloween and other cultural opportunities. And now, you know, it's November 3rd. Halloween just happened on Wednesday. And if you're in the Christian bubble at all, you've probably heard some conversation revolving around, well, should I celebrate Halloween? Or there are probably families with kids, you know, and the spouses, you know, husband and wife, they come together like, do you want to celebrate this? Like, can we celebrate this as Christians? And that that that's a normal conversation i feel like within the christian circle especially around halloween there are some other like holidays i guess you could call them pagan holidays there are some other times of the year where i i feel like those conversations happen but halloween especially just because of the 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 you know the roots and the connotation of halloween i'm not going to take time to kind of dive into all that if you want to you can google it it's easy but Dr. Hildreth, what he does in this article is quite unique because he, he, he's giving us kind of an opposite perspective of what I feel like a lot of Christians have. A lot of Christians are like, well, it's demonic or it's, it's satanic. I can't celebrate a, a, a holiday that would make, that, that would promote these, you know, demonic uh, themes or these rituals or whatever you want to call it. And so a lot of Christians, what we do is we kind of, we kind of, as Dr. Hildreth says in his article, we kind of huddle into a corner corner and we, we lob criticisms at anyone who doesn't agree with us. And that's what happens on Halloween. You know, I, I can tell just by scrolling through my Facebook and Actually, one thing that the College of Southeastern does is instead of on Halloween, they actually go out and they put on this huge event. They kind of go out and they give candy to kids and they, they hang out with people. And it's actually a time to share the gospel. And that's kind of what I want to talk about tonight or today or whenever you're listening to this podcast is that Halloween and these other pagan holidays, we, we are being handed a silver platter where people are out with their families, where people are out with their loved ones, and they are open to talking with others, we are handed on a silver platter the opportunity to share the gospel. And so 
that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Dr. Hildreth gives a few really good points um, on his article. And the first one, and I think this this just goes for this just this just is this kind of transcends Halloween. This is just in general. We have to reject the notion that everything in culture is terrible. And I think Christians fall into this a lot. You know, we, we're, we're not a part of the culture because culture is sinful. Our culture is bad. Well, we have to reject that notion. We have to say, well, no, not everything is culture and culture is bad. When we feel maligned and belittled, it is tempting to define faithfulness as huddling in a corner with like-minded believers and lobbing criticisms at those who are different. This may make us feel safe, but it also makes us skeptical of anyone who does not believe and behave exactly like us. This was the point that I kind of hit on a few minutes ago. When we, when we seclude ourselves and we become hermits to the culture, we are capping our ability to reach those who desperately need the gospel. And that is the most, that is, that is, we're, we're, we're thinking that we're being safe. We think that we're being smart, but in all actuality, we are, we are being the opposite of what Christ has called us to. The Great Commission, we're called to go into every corner of the world. We're, we're, or no, that's in Acts 1, right? In Acts 1, 8, we're, we're told to go from, you know, Jerusalem, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. We're, we're told to go out to every corner of the earth. There's no cultural boundaries that, that are laying out. In the Great Commission, we're called to make disciples of all nations, all people. There's no cultures that, that are blacklisted that, that we can't go to because they're pagan, no, no, absolutely not. In fact, Jesus was born into Rome, possibly one of the more pagan empires and nations at that time. We're not called to, to seclude ourselves or to hermit ourselves away from the culture. We're called to impact. We're called to go straight into it. We're called to nosedive into the culture, right? Not, to conf- not so that the culture, not so that we conform to the culture, but so that we shake the culture with the power of Jesus. And when we're handed opportunities like Halloween to do that, we need to be faithful in, in, in walking in obedience. And so reject the notion that everything in culture is terrible. Now, he kind of, I'm not going to read the whole article to you. Also, I want, I want to get you guys out early as that, that when a professor tells me that I want to get you guys out early that I just get so happy. And so I want to let you guys out early. I don't want to keep you guys forever today. I do want to read a few questions though, that he has, um, that I think we should, I think we should, I think we should ponder. So here, here's what, here's what, uh, Dr. Hildreth has to say. God has not called us to make every element of this or any culture Christian. Some aspects of culture are acceptable just as they are. They are, for all intents and purposes, neutral and can be enjoyed or ignored. We don't do God, our churches, our families, or our reputation any favors by creating alternatives to every secular event. That's powerful. Rather than being a cultural naysayer, cultural glut, or cultural imitator, I suggest that Christians maximize cultural elements to extend the ministry of Christ. You hear what he said there? He said, he's saying to go into the culture, go into these elements that the culture has given us 
and use them as a platform to maximize the ministry, to extend the ministry of Christ. And so Dr. Hildreth gives us five questions that I think we should begin to consider when we are engaging in cultural activities. Here's the first one. Is it possible to share a witness for Christ to the lost through this event, holiday, or activity? I think this is the one that we have to like, this is like the centerpiece, right? Like we have to, we have to get into this. Is it possible to share Christ with someone through this activity, through this event, through this holiday and Halloween? I'm going to say the answer is yes. So instead of, instead of casting Halloween aside and being like, I want nothing to do with you. Let's, let's take it up. Like let's, let's dive straight into it. Let's find and make use of every opportunity that we have to share Christ. And there are churches, there are schools, there are universities that put on family-friendly activities where you can volunteer, you can participate, you can take your kids to, and they're, they're great. Like you'll be able to engage in conversations with other families. You're going to meet people that you haven't met before. And guess what? You're going to be handed on a, on a silver platter opportunities to share the gospel. Do not, don't, don't resist these opportunities that God has given us. Jump straight into them. All right. Question number two, is it possible to encourage someone who is hurting, lonely, or neglected by including them in my celebrations? Holidays are a great time to open your house. Like we're like as Christians, we're called to have an open house. You can read that all throughout the gospels, but Halloween, like invite someone over for dinner. Like, Hey, do you want to go trick or treating with us? Someone who might be planning to sit on their couch by themselves all night or someone who might not have that many friends. Like if you're guys, if you're a group of teenagers, if you're a group of high school guys, or you're a group of college guys, like invite people to come with you, right? Invite people to celebrate with you. And guess what? Through that, through, through celebrating, through enjoying each other's company, guess what? You're handed on a silver platter opportunities to share the gospel. So that's the second question. Third question is, is it possible to equip less mature believers through these activities? This is another great question. Maybe with your youth group or your college ministry, there are new believers. Awesome. Invite them to come with you. Show them like when I, when I, um, I was a leader in my youth group and there was this one guy who was new to our youth group. He, he had just joined. And although now he's one of my all time best friends, then we did not let him into our group. It was actually very clicky. And like, I never want that to happen again. Like he explains it as he had to break into our click. That's how he explains it to people. And he really did though. Like, that's not how it should be. If you're, if there are events, if there's a holiday, if there's a celebration, invite people, especially younger believers who need to experience community especially people like new believers coming into the church. Like, like community is one of the most amazing things that Christ has given us. In fact, we're people designed for it. Don't reject people that community. That's the third question. Is it possible to equip less mature believers through these activities? Question number four, is it possible to show the beauty of the Christian message by engaging with those who participate? 
And question five, is it possible to enjoy God's good world and enjoy friendship with other people in a Christ-honoring way? Guys, that's powerful. That's really powerful. God has given us what, what we call Christian liberties, okay? These Christian liberties glorify God. Okay, so I'm going to use an example of financial. I'm going to use money, for example. God has given you money, and yes, it is his money. And yes, he should be sovereign over it. He should control it. You should have all your money like available for God to use in however he sees fit, okay? But spending money on something that you enjoy, like taking your kids to uh, Disney, glorifies God because you are finding satisfaction in what God has given you. And so therefore you're finding satisfaction in God. It glorifies him. Now, when it becomes idolatrous and you find your ultimate satisfaction in money and money starts to become an idol and money starts to become your God, well, then you're walking in sin. This is why he clarifies in a Christ honoring way. So is it possible to enjoy God's good world and enjoy friendship with other people in Christ in a Christ honoring way? I'm going to say a Halloween. Yes. You get to go door to door. You get to, it's probably the only time of the year that people feel comfortable going door to door. Like Christians don't even do it. So you get to go door to door. You get to meet people. You might get to talk to your neighbors that you never talk to convicting. You might get to have conversations with people that you would never have conversations with before. Like you can enjoy God's good world through Halloween and guys, we're forgetting the most important part. We get candy. Like, of course it's going to glorify God. We get candy. Our calendar and events, uh, our calendar and the events of our lives do not catch God by surprise. Let's seek ways to join him in his work in this world for his glory. God has given us a specific culture and we are doing uh, our callings and our are calling to the great commission, no favors by rejecting the culture that God has given us. It doesn't mean we conform to it, but it does mean that we dive head first. We want to shake this culture with a Christian worldview. And we want to see people's lives, people's hearts, people's souls transformed by the power of Christ. We're only going to see that by engaging people where they are sitting in the church and expecting them to come to us is one of the most ignorant thoughts that a Christian can have when it comes to the great commission. Jesus met people where they were at. He didn't sit in the synagogues and the temples waiting for them to come to him. No, he met her at the well. All right. So guys, that's today's episode. I want to encourage you guys to kind of be on the lookout for holidays that we often would prescribe a pagan kind of t- title on and, and seek ways to engage it. Now, obviously, I, I say all of this, engage it in a non-sinful way. Like, I think that's like, we want to just imply that. I want to put that little disclaimer on the end. But if you guys have any questions or you want to engage with me further in conversation, please, please just shoot me a text or not a text. You guys don't have my phone number. Shoot me an email. I'd love to talk to you guys. My email is gracenationministries at yahoo.com. 
I've had a bunch of people email me this week, and it's been fantastic. You can reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We're active again on Instagram. We're active again on Twitter, so we're back. And I was surprised. The first post to Instagram got well over 100 likes. So, guys, we're back. I want to encourage you guys this week. Make sure you check out our merch store, Grace Nation or grace-nation.com slash shop. The link to that will be in the show notes. And guys, seriously, don't take this lightly. I say this every week and you should not and you cannot take this truth lightly. You are beautiful and you are one of a kind. Until next time, take care and God bless. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The BGN podcast comes out every week. Questions? Email us at gracenationministries at yahoo.com or tweet us at gracenationmin. Until next time, take care and God bless.